It is the holiday times, and it is the time that a lot of people make mistakes on the road, and you shouldn't make them. Support for today's episode comes from NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. You can get in a crash, people could get hurt or killed, but that still does not stop everyone. You can get arrested, incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. We all know the consequences of driving drunk. We also know those people who have had to incur those consequences. But one thing's for sure, you're wrong if you think it's no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. Today's guest, Bria Murphy. Bria Murphy, model, actress, artist, all those things foremost, but also she is the daughter of Eddie Murphy and Nicole Murphy. Been wanting to talk to Bria Murphy for a long time. A lot of questions for her. Uh, First of all, Nicole Murphy is her mom. What's that like? Mama really fine. Super duper fine, mama is. Is that tough? How tough is it to be? So think about this. You're walking around, you know, everyone's talking about all the time how fine your mama is. It's like, it's cool, but at the same time, got to get annoying. Uh, also, what is it like to have grown up as the daughter of Eddie Murphy? Was it easy to do like the regular things that young ladies do at that time? How was dating? How was getting acclimated to some of these other situations that normal kids go through? Uh, did people try to be her friend for clout? All of that stuff. And she also has very, very strong thoughts from being inside of the modeling industry um, and being an actress about what the black woman is going through in society, not only through the lens of the beauty standard that they are held to, but also treatment from the brothers. This is a subject that we're going to be talking about a lot here on The Red Pill, how black women are being treated by not just society, but by black men. We're doing a podcast in a couple of weeks. They're going to bring black men and black women together to discuss this issue. But I wanted to talk to Bria about it because she had a lot to say about this on social media. Also, sometimes, you know, she she gets a little risque in her photos. Not too risque, but, you know, she she she, she shows a little bit. She's a model. She's modeling out here, man. It's what models do. So what they do. The hate that she gets online from that, how does she deal with it? How does she deal with people having an opinion about pictures that she posts? And one of the most favorite things that she said was a story about the first time she met Michael Jackson. Yes, we're having somebody else on the red pill who has met Michael Jackson. Always love people who have been in the same room as the king. Bria is an amazingly articulate beautiful, thoughtful young lady, and you guys are going to get to know her a lot better uh, right now. So pop some pills. Let's get to it. Why people clap for Bria Murphy. (laughs) Now, first of all, you look exactly like your mom, which I never realized before. Thank you. Thank you so much. And your mama fine. Thank you. I know. Yeah, she, like, 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 your your mama is fine. Is that a a lot? Yeah. (laughs) So what's that like? Um, It's... You know what? It's inspiring. And um, I'm very proud of my mom and her health and mm-hmm. how good she looks. And it makes me just feel that much better about how I'll look at her I was age. about to say, you must look at that and you go, yo, when I'm uh, as, as, as see, because you can't even call, you can't even call Nicole older. You just got to call her. She's so fine. Anyway, <laughs> um, and you and you look at that and you go, the genetics have 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 been like a, a it's going to work out well for you. Yes, yes. I'm actually looking forward to having babies because I'm hoping to get that booty she's got. So you feel that yeah. hap- that happened after the babies? Yes, after the babies. Wow. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. Right. So you cannot <laughs> <laughs> <I> wait. <laughs> yeah, like when I was um, on the streets working as a paparazzi, mm-hmm. um, I would see her all the time. Yeah. And she's a. Uh, She's a nice-looking lady. Do you get tired of hearing that? Um, no, I don't like it when my friends, like, say it all the time and, mm-hmm. like, bombard me with it because I'm like, it's still my mom. And I have mm-hmm. to tell them some, like, I've had to tell people before, like, okay, like, people will give my mom a pass because, uh, you know, she's a celebrity. So mm-hmm. they think they can just say whatever. And I'm like, now put your mom's head on my mom's body. 
and I'm like, is it okay still? And they're all like, nah. I'm like, okay then. So chill. Wow. So sometimes it goes too far. Yeah, sometimes. Do people like on social media and stuff like that like say that a lot? Like, yeah, and I'm I'm protective. It's my mom. Right. You only got one of them. That's true. Yeah. You know, that's true. You only got one of them, and mm-hmm. sometimes they find. Yes. <laughs> um, so you're modeling. You're a model. Yes. I mean, I haven't been modeling the past two years, though. You took a, you took a break. Mm-hmm. Why did you take a break? Uh, I've been painting full time now. Yeah. Tell us about these paintings. I, um, I've always been able to paint, and I just decided that I wanted to find something I was actually passionate about that mm-hmm. I could make money off of. Right. And um, I've always been able to do that, so I was like, why don't I try focusing on that? And then at the end of last year... Something switched in my work, and now it's just on this next level, which I'm really proud of. So I'm excited. Good, good things. What type of stuff do you paint? Like what? Like what? When I'm always, listen, I'm obsessed with things that I just really cannot do. <laughs> okay. And I, I have zero musical talent, and I have zero like artistic painter drawing talent. Boy, I tell you what, when I used to be coming up in school, if a nigga could draw. <laughs> I was just completely blown away by that. Mm-hmm. Like, what kinds of things do you draw and paint and do stuff like that? Like, what is what kind of painting? Um, I do portraits mostly. Um, mm-hmm. I've always like been good at eyes and stuff like that. So, mm. I've been really into portraits, and I'm obsessed with like ancient astronaut theory. So, I've been incorporating lots of stars and ancient my astronaut pieces. theory. Yes. What is that? Do you watch Ancient Aliens? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. Because it's the best thing ever. What I is mean, that? What is? What do you mean? Okay, so basically, um, ancient, ancient astronaut theory is all based around the idea that aliens brought us to Earth. Oh, that they, they, they dropped us off here. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, they proved this through, like, ancient uh, ruins and stuff, and they'll go back and show they you. It. Well, they, they try to prove it. Right. But when they break it down and they, uh, you know, explain how you know civilizations back then wouldn't understand high technology and might interpret it one way it kind of adds up and i just you love that idea that aliens because there's this movie austin you, you probably saw it uh there's a movie called prometheus did you guys see prometheus oh yes you saw prometheus yes. one of the main things about prometheus is it deals <laughs> with this right mm-hmm. it deals with the fact that we came from these uh humanoid type creatures that put us here and stuff like that so you draw about these things? Yes, yes. Uh, you make paintings, of, you you paint about them. I, I try to incorporate that as like a message in my pieces. So what I'll do is I'll um, I'll paint stars into the shadows of that are like on the mm-hmm. women. And I'll include constellations that ancient civilizations have claimed to come from. And I'll like hide them in there. Well, not really hide them, but they're in there. <laughs> so yeah. you're kind of weird, huh? I'm very weird. A little weird. bit. Like, yeah. cause, like, like, yeah. like just a, a second, because this is... um. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. How does one get involved into the ancient? Like, what turned you on to that? Um, I was very close-minded for years, uh, and like I, I just revealed myself to be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually, I just saw something weird in the sky one day, and I realized like how small we were. Mm-hmm. So I just started, you know, opening up to the idea that we don't know it all, and. Like, I still believe in God and everything, but sure. I just don't know about um, just the way we got here and where we come from. I don't know if that's... Smoked out when all of this was happening? Of course. Yeah, just kind of because when you start to see all, <laughs> everything is different when you smoked out. But I had other people with me, and they weren't tripping, too. We were all in the car like, did I... Did I just see that? And right. everybody's like, I thought I was high. I'm right. like, okay, no, it's not just me. Right. You know so, what's yeah. funny? Do you guys remember maybe like six, eight months ago or something like that? When the Falcon Heavy uh, Elon Musk had in the sky. Yes, everybody was freaking Yo, out. I was legitimately <laughs> loading shells in my shotgun. Like I was, I was legitimately. I was like, like my 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 brother hits me up. Was like, Yo, look in the sky. I'm like, My nigga, what? <laughs> and I'm and I and I start thinking to myself. Yeah, I start thinking to myself, yo, you know, it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. It's about to be looting and shit like that. I'm in there. I'm loading the shotgun, getting it ready. Dude, 2018, you got to go on Twitter first. You can't just like, start loading on, the gun. I, I went on Twitter and everybody on Twitter because it took them a second to disseminate the information that it wasn't what we thought it was. Everybody on Twitter it was freaking out. Was freaking out. Like, yo, what is this in L.A.? People hit me up like, yo, fam, you straight? I'm like, nah, dog, I'm bugging out. <laughs> 
know what I'm saying? But it ended up just being like a like a like a, a thing, like yeah. a, a spaceship. That's probably what you saw that made you think about some alien. No, what I did see was it was clearly sourced on Earth. Like mm-hmm. it was clearly us doing it, but it still scared me. Mm. It was just too big. What does Bria Murphy want to be? I would like to be a famous and well-respected artist before I die. Interesting. Yes. You want to have? You want to smell the artistic roses? Yes, I do. Maybe like Banksy. Yes. Because Banksy is atypical for an artist because most guys don't find that they are lauded to this degree while they're still here. Mm-hmm. Yet Banksy is getting all of it right. Now. Exactly. That's kind of what you want. It's exactly what I want. Um, how long did it take you in your life to decide what it was that you wanted to be? Um, I want to say a few years because I was doing the whole acting and modeling thing and I just was doing it for the check at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and I wasn't getting as much success in it as I wanted to and Mm -hmm. I just am not one to really waste too much time Mm -hmm. so I just would self-reflect and then uh, for a few years I wanted to get out of acting but I was listening to people tell me to just stick with it and your time is coming and it was really hard because when I actually decided to walk away from it that's when I was getting offered roles and mm. all the things I had been wanting and it was just very um, it was just very different and difficult but I'm very happy with my decision now being that your dad is somebody that I don't really have many memories of not laughing at Eddie Murphy. Good. <laughs> I think my I think my oldest memories, I'm going back to like being with my grandmother and my uncles and we were watching Trading Places mm-hmm. and we were watching. The first movie I ever saw in theaters was Beverly Hills Cop 2. Nice. Yeah. So like <laughs> it, was there any part of you, Eddie Murphy's my dad he's one of the most successful entertainers of all time. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like that had to be your destiny? Um, I didn't want that to be my destiny. I just wanted to be a respected actress and I didn't want people to kind of blow smoke up my ass if I wasn't doing it well. And I felt like that would happen at times. Like I look back on my work and I did. I, but like, don't give me a role just because I'm Eddie's daughter. Like, I really, I would go into auditions and I'd have my agents, like, I'd be like, don't tell them who I am because I wanted to earn it if I was going to be doing that. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll always, up with that. I'll, I'll always, I know, I know. Nah, now man. I look back and I'm like, I should have just been like, I'm Yo, Eddie's daughter. Hey. <laughs> but, <laughs> the laugh and everything. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you should have, like, everyone. I know, but it was the pride I had in myself and stuff. And, um, and I always you tell wanted to, you wanted to get it on your own. Yeah, and I tell my siblings like that want to pursue acting to do it mm-hmm. differently. But um, I'm, you know, you live and you learn. At Speaking the of your siblings, you have a lot of them, motherfuckers. Have a lot. How many near a football team? How many brothers and sisters do you have? <laughs> now I have nine. So it's ten of us. Damn! Because yes. you have there's a there's a there's, there's a, little a new one. one. How how old? He's like two weeks. Two weeks old. Yeah, Eddie. Keep getting it. I see you, Eddie. I see Eddie out here in these streets. Yeah, why not? Do you, like, is that like, are you ever like, damn, you know, we splitting up this inheritance a lot of ways? No, no, (laughs) no. I'm trying to make my own money. I feel you. Uh, Um, What is it like to have such a big family now? You know, Pop's got a lot of kids. It's nice. Uh, We're very, very close-knit. and Really? Yeah, really, really supportive of each other. Unlike a lot of families, I'm realizing, like, People are usually surprised. Like I've actually had people be surprised when I'm like out with my sister. They're like they can't, they can't believe we're sisters because we're so nice to each other. Mm-hmm. But we don't like having issues with each other. It's just the way we are. And um, it's you know anytime a new baby comes, you can't imagine them not being there in right. the first place. So yeah. it's exciting. Yeah, it is. You um, was there a realization for you to like when like you realized that your dad was like super famous? Uh, yes, I think when I was maybe 12, 13, and I, I mean, I knew he was famous before then, but I didn't, it didn't sink in, um, that he was like a living legend until I went and watched like Raw and everything that I was not allowed to watch at the time. Yeah. I was like, so you weren't allowed to watch I his was stand-up? sneaking and watching his stand up the way he described sneaking and listening to Richard Pryor. Wow. So yeah. he had a rule you couldn't listen to it. You couldn't watch his well, stand up. Because he had a rule that we couldn't watch anything rated R 
if we weren't 17. What? Eddie Murphy had that rule? He's very, very adamant wow. about that. Okay. Yeah, if you're not 17, you're not going to see no rated R movies. I mean, now he's a lot more chill with my siblings. That's, but, what, that's how it always Yeah, happens. but when I was a kid, he was like, you're 16. That's how it always happens. <laughs> Next year, you can go see rated R movies. My dad has a, a new seven-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. And the kid does whatever the fuck he wants to yeah, do. Yeah, it's the way it is. And the kid, the the kid, <laughs> like I I remember us going through, like I, I would get beat in church, <laughs> like you know what I mean. And my dad wouldn't wait till after a church service to whoop my ass. He'd be like, smack me, I fly three pews back. Meanwhile, my little brother, they keep him on a leash mm-hmm. because like like I'm like. With me, there was no leash. <laughs> like if if I fucked up, they just they just look at me. I'm gonna whoop your ass, yeah. and then I chill. But him, he going crazy. I'm like, you gonna do something about this? Hey, boys, <laughs> boys, what you gonna do? I'm like, <laughs> it makes me pissed off. And yeah, jealous. no, I see that difference with um, my sisters and dating mostly. Mm. My my dad's all he's been pretty uh, consistent with all of us. But yeah, um, my sister Zola has her first boyfriend, and wow. seeing the the way everybody's kind of chill about Let them him. You know, mm. being upstairs and stuff, it's like night and day. Mm. Like, I had my grandmother, like, actually tell me I couldn't go downstairs in the basement with my boyfriend when I was, like, 17. She's and right. Well, we what weren't doing anything. Do? Well, yeah, well, go my dad has for? a theater, okay? And there's, oh, like, me. there's like separations oh, in the me. seat. So we weren't doing nothing. We really were just watching As a movie. As if kids can't figure that situation I know, out, but, yeah. like, I could have if I wanted to. But I just didn't want to in my dad's house. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was scared. I, I know it's a big house, but I was scared. And everybody was coming down going, you have to let us know before you come down here. And I was like... But I live here. It's my house. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. I got to say something. We had Chet Hanks on the show. Um, you, you know him? You Mm-mm. know Chet Hanks? His dad is Tom Hanks. Okay. And, and so. Yeah, then I do know who he is. Yeah, so. you know who Chet Hanks is. <laughs> and so, I gotta, I, y- y'all got to have, y'all got to get better stories about <laughs> learning when your parents is famous. Because, like, when I asked that question, I expect you to go, listen. One day I woke up and Michael Jackson was making breakfast for the whole. Oh no, I have some Michael Jackson moments, but I because your dad was already with Michael Jackson. Yeah, but I he was the only famous thing to me when I was little. I didn't process Michael fucking Jackson. So Michael Jackson is like hanging out at the house and he barbecue and he got an apron on and a chef's hat. Not like that. You don't think that (laughs) that's like extraordinary? I I knew it was extraordinary, but he didn't do stuff like that. Like Michael Jackson was like Santa Claus to us. Like we it was you know He was we, like Santa Claus to us. Yeah, too. you didn't see him. Like oh. we, we met him I met him twice. Okay. But like I was very young the first time, so I barely remember it. And the second time it was like magic, but I knew my dad was famous then. Right. So like I still knew that it wasn't normal, though, for you, sure. You go, like, movie premieres and all of that stuff when you were a kid and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, and it, it's actually funny. I did not process that that was weird. I was like, I guess people yeah. just go on red carpets and call out each other's names. And right. I just thought that was life for a very long time. What, what, what else would you think? I, I wouldn't think you anything would, you else. You wouldn't think anything yeah. else. You know what I want to ask you about? Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> you lost an uncle not too long ago. Yes. Um, and condolences on that. Thank you. What is it like to have to grieve so publicly? Um, because we feel like we know a guy, and yeah. we're sad that he's gone, and you know other people that's sad that he's gone, but that's your uncle. It's a little surreal, especially when it first happens, because there's a lot of speculation as to whether it's true or not. So I even had like some family members text me like, this isn't true and stuff, because, you know, the Internet has killed off my dad numerous yeah, times. So right. um, but it was just more stressful uh, because I was more so just worried about the family. Like I was extremely stressed that day and um, I just wanted to be there for my family more than anything. But yeah. It was very um, heartwarming, the the outpouring of love that we received. Like, mm-hmm. whenever I'd go online, I'd just see so many kind things and stuff. So it, it was very different for mm-hmm. me, yeah. Because I've lost my grandfathers, but it's never been with social media involved. So right. He was a fantastic guy. Thank you. What, what, what is it? You said, that, you said that kind of in passing. That's interesting. Um, the internet has killed off your dad so many times. Yes. What the hell must that be like? Annoying and 
scary <laughs> too a little scary bit scary huh? at first and a little infuriating I remember the first time that I saw it happen it was because Joe Budden had tweeted it and he was like oh yeah my mom's a very good close friend of the Murphys and we lost a legend today and I tweeted you bullshit me I tweeted, that never happened I swear to god and I tweeted him back I don't know him but I tweeted him back like but he's not dead Joe and Joe when was this? I've never met you I've never met how your mom how long ago was this this was years ago. Right. I mean, it was on Twitter, but, like, I was still like, I don't know you, nigga. Like, what you mean? <laughs> like, do you want to be the first one to announce it? Like, I didn't get the point in that, but right. whatever. Right. That's, that. That's you seem like you, I mean, that was, you, look, her face changed. She mad about it. Like, <laughs> I was like, like, why like, are you, <laughs> why are you trying to be the first one to disclose this? It was just weird. He was, yeah. like, on Love and Hip Hop then, and it was just like, He's on Love and Hip Hop now. Uh, yeah, he's back People, on. Bro. I haven't been watching. Yeah, you know, Joe, you know, Joe's changed. Joe's yes. a, I'm sure if you knew Joe now, you and Joe would get along. I'm sure, I'm Joe's sure. Joe's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, but you're still pissed about him. I, 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 I thought it was weird, but, it's, yeah. you know. So, you, you talked about having boyfriends. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're coming up and you're like a celebrity and stuff like that. Like, were you like, did you go to like Beverly Hills High and all of that stuff like that? I actually went to a school called Wildwood. And it's funny because nobody in L.A. knows what, what that, is that school is. Awesome. You know Wildwood. Yeah, very, very private. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very, very sheltered up until then. I was homeschooled up until ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And um, my first boyfriend was actually somebody that my mom hooked me up with. Interesting. Yeah, and we had been actually ever since then on and off for years, and I'm actually with him now. Who is this guy? His name is Larry Drew. Oh, <laughs> the second. <laughs> Larry Drew the second. Yes. UCLA. Yes. Yo, do, do people know this that you were Larry Drew the second? I mean, I don't let hide it. About, let me tell you something about Larry. <laughs> Drew, let me tell you something about Larry Drew the second. Okay. I, I don't know. You know. You, you know Larry Drew. Oh, I just know the. Yeah, that's, that's his, his son. son. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna be real with you. This nigga should be in the NBA. Yeah, he should. Like Larry, like like Larry Drew. Um, my one of my cousins went to uh, Arizona, mm. and they would play UCLA. Mm-hmm. Larry Drew is a true point guard, man. He is. He can hoop because they all his brothers and stuff like that. They play too, like yes. Landon. Is it, is it Landon? Landon and Lindsay. Landon, all them, all them L's. Yes. What's that like? Cause he is, he's, he's um, so you dated him then, mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're with him now. Yes. All right, and he is right now in the G League. He's not right now. He's actually trying to make his own business. What's the he's, business? It's like an entertainment company. It's called Luminary Creative Company. No more yeah. uh, NBA. No more NBA right now. Wow. He's had dreams of doing this for years, and he just was like. I'm going to just go and follow this. So mm. it's funny. We're both kind of in the same stages of life and trying to figure out what we really want to do with our time. But I'm sure he'll always play on some level because it's in him. Great basketball player. So yeah. and, and, and you guys probably connect because you've had similar upbringings in terms of the fact that his father was big athlete and then a big NBA player. Yeah. And so he probably understands a, a different side of life. Is that, is yeah. that you find it easier to be with someone like that that's kind of had that experience? Absolutely. Um, and when, when I met Larry, he didn't know who my father was. So we just kind of got to know that's each other. That's what he other. told you, huh? That's what he, I believe him. I believe him because we were little. We were like, he, he was 14. He yeah. Lots he of people. He had never seen Shrek, right? Yeah. Too. Lots yeah. of people didn't know Way my go, dad Larry, had it kids. It worked. <laughs> like he never, yeah, it worked, Larry. Sure. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was nice having somebody that, understood it a little bit more Mm -hmm. because I have tried to date regular guys and it's always a thing for them even when they act like it's not a thing (laughs) yeah so and even celebrities have acted like it's not a thing and it is so what celebrities have you dated I'm not disclosing that which ones though no I'm not going to talk about that they're not worth it oh wow (laughs) (laughs) but so you feel like you've still been able to lead a somewhat normal life uh, even though you come from the finest mama and then <laughs> the funniest guy ever. Yes, for the most part. The most it hasn't part. been too chaotic. What was modeling like? Modeling was fun. It's just, um, there's a lot of, you know, criticism and stuff. And when I started, it was just before things were kind of loosening up and being more inclusive. I feel like now you can look anyway and it can work for you. And um, when I was first starting... 
there was still a specific look that was kind of popping at the time. What was that look? Just tall, skinny, right. white girls. Like, mm -hmm. that was it. And I would go in and I'd be the only black girl. And I'm small, but for a model, I'm pretty curvy compared to them. So I just wouldn't have the standard look. And um, it was just hard. It was harder than I thought it was going to be. You know what wave you also missed? You also missed the celebrity model wave. Oh, yes. Which is the Jenner and the Hadid. Yes. And the... I was right before Cindy that. Crawford's kid. And um, not saying that these people aren't deserving. I'm just saying that now a lot of the models that we talk about, it seems that they have a Jude Law's kid. They have a connection yeah. to someone famous. And those are kind of the models that, that are up there. Absolutely. You got it just before that. Did you feel, do you feel like um, going through that and sort of with your body type and being a sister that it was uh, in any way a reminder of a certain beauty standard that you feel like is unfair? Uh, back then, absolutely. Um, but I wouldn't let it kind of get in the way. I would just do what came to me mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And, um, and I just kind of accepted it for what it was. I was hoping it would change, and it has been changing. So I applaud, you know, the fashion in industry for opening up a lot more. But, yeah, it just wasn't my time. Do you feel like black women are appreciated enough for their beauty not at all not at all Let's i feel like uh you were talking about black fishing on your page and mm -hmm. you saw that i commented about that and i feel like um the traits of black women are idolized only on different races for some reason mm -hmm. and those races don't even naturally have them so it's it's kind of annoying to see how things have changed in the sense that there's this um the new look is big ass big titties big lips like and all these things that other races just simply don't have and mm. when black women have them we still don't get recognized for them all the time so, so do you feel like that because in doing and putting that post up i wasn't trying to ignite a debate between mm -hmm. black women and black men on um my my instagram page what I, was, what I was trying to do was show a video that i thought <clears throat> was absurd and the reason why i thought the video was absurd and it's my right to think this video is absurd because i just think that you know we we i want to have a society where people can do whatever they want yeah naturally yeah you can do whatever you want and so kudos to the lady that was darkening her skin or whatever but i just think that kind of the difference between black people or any marginalized group or oppressed group is that the parts of our culture that have stood the test of time, mm -hmm. like people died for them, right? Exactly. And people were killed for them. And so um, appropriating them or, or, or taking them or mocking them is a little bit more painful to us because so many of the things that we do and so many of the cultural tradition, traditions that we have cost us so much exactly um and to mock or emulate or try to pass for the beauty of a black woman when black women aren't even being celebrated for their beauty mm -hmm. uh it just bothered me yeah what i noticed happened in the comments though was a schism and a war between black men and women which is sad and i don't and for me you know I didn't realize that there is this issue. I did realize, of course, that there was an issue, but not to that degree, mm -hmm. to where everyone is fighting. Do you feel that black men appreciate black women's beauty enough? Um, yes and no. I feel like there are black men that do appreciate black women's beauty, but there's a big majority of them that don't. Um, and I feel like that's I feel like that's more to do with their idea of it's not just our our beauty and stuff. It's also just our personalities and everything. Um, black men right now are in this stage where a lot of them don't like, they want strong women, but they don't like dealing with strong women. And black women are strong women. Mm -hmm. And we, we are labeled as combative and, um, you know, just very assertive. And lots of guys want their women to be more submissive. And so they'll go, they'd rather go and get a girl who looks like a black girl, but isn't a black girl because she's going to do whatever they want him to do. Right. So, do you, 
Okay. And I feel like that plays a huge part in it. And that is that something that you've experienced out here in L.A.? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I've been told I'm old fashioned and all these things just because I simply respect myself and hold myself to a higher standard than lots of females do today. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this whole movement of just like sexual freedom and stuff. And I understand that, but I don't conduct myself in a certain manner. And I think it confuses a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the beauty thing goes, I really think it has to do with just this, like they want their cake and they want to eat it too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it gets, the line kind of gets blurred. Right. And, um, and it's just hard for black women now because everybody has got big asses like nobody's individuals anymore like and it's just it's tricky and can i tell you something though tell me everybody has big asses and -hmm. big asses are great yeah as big asses are great when whoever has them but the big ass of a sister is different i agree the the like the 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 big ass austin knows what i'm talking about austin austin's over there Uh, having a big ass is great and we all love but like a black woman's body is still undefeated, and a like, natural body. A natural is body. Undefeated. A natural body is undefeated. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Bria Murphy hates fake asses. Go. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't like it now. I mean, it, it was. If you have no ass, if you're like this table, yeah, and you get your ass done, good for you. It's when you go overboard that I'm like, what are you trying to prove? Right. Like and. You feel like, like that's harmful in any way, though? I mean, it's like... It's very harmful. Like, they're going to hurt themselves. Like, my thing is this. We've had, like, things like nose like nose surgery and stuff mm-hmm. like that for years. So we know when, when you get old, that's not going to affect you. You don't know how this shit is going to affect you mm-hmm. when you're old. Yeah. We don't have any old people that have had it for 60 years, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I just think it's not safe yet or hasn't been proven to be safe yet. Yeah. And, um... And I, yeah, as somebody who doesn't have their ass done, yeah, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. Like, what 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 bother? Because listen, I to me like fake breasts don't bother me, right? They don't bother First me of all, either. It, it really none of this stuff really bothers me. We're talking about it in the state. I don't want to make anyone feel like who has fake breasts or fake ass feel like we're coming at them. No, we're just talking here. Fake breasts don't bother me because it feels like decoration yeah fake ass bothers me because it feels like a lie it is a lie okay it feels like a lie because to be honest with you and we're grown folks we're gonna talk about it the ass is more functional in love making situations oh yeah i've heard that they're just like yeah it's like it's close the ass is close to the kill zone you know what i mean so it's like you need that to be pliable and movable and real for me at least um do you think that the because Austin, be mature, dog. <laughs> We're having a conversation about body image here. Do you think that because uh, <laughs> things have gotten so bodacious with some of these looks and everybody is all out here like that, then in a way, our sense of what a woman should be is perverted? Absolutely. It's, um, and lots of feminists will blame this on men. Like, they'll say that women are trying to live up to this unrealistic standard of what beauty is to men. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I, don't, I'm not, I don't know enough to say that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that men have, have forced women to go and get their asses done or anything like that. I feel like there's um, a sense of desperation in women for men. And I feel like we do anything to appeal to men. And I feel like that's where that kind of falls why? in. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I, as a woman, we are brought up in today's society to aspire to be married and to have kids and all that stuff. So I think that it warps women's um, vision and kind of, I don't know, their self-worth at the end of the day. Um, we feel like... Like I've even had this moment when I first, when I was in my first relationship and got single for the first time, and every woman who hears this can probably relate to this. There's this moment where you feel like, oh, nobody else is gonna want me and stuff like that. And I don't know where that comes from aside from society and stuff. So we, like, have you noticed that women will go and just get in relationships and just think they're in love all the time, but men are a lot more selective about who they settle down with. 
there, there's a reason for that. Exactly. And I feel like women need to take more notes from men in the way that they conduct themselves and how they choose partners because mm-hmm. I feel like we're just chasing this idea mm-hmm. of what we feel like we need to have. And, you know, there's that clock, you know, yeah. and everything. It's like for men, <clears throat> um, having, uh, for a lot of men, I shouldn't speak for all men, but mm-hmm. for a lot of men, having the wife and the family is a component mm-hmm. to success and it's a component to a good life right exactly you want, there are all these things in your life that you want to accomplish right you want to leave a mark you want to uh maybe make this much money make this much change make this have this much effect on people have this mm-hmm. type of life um and a component to that is having people that can rely on you, that you can support, that you can take care of, mm-hmm. that are there, right? Yes. Uh, and a woman is an incredibly, a spouse, who, who, for whoever, is a is an incredibly important part of that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it feels like women do it the other way around. Yeah. Where they feel like having the family is the goal and everything else that has to do with them mm-hmm. and with their personal growth and with their personal uh, trajectory is a component in that. Agreed. And and for me, just from the outside looking in, and I can't speak to what it's like to be a woman, and I never would speak to what it's like to be a black woman because that's a mm-hmm. whole different trick. Yeah. But um, it's okay to invest into yourself, man. Absolutely. It's and okay we need to, to just, learn to do it. Yeah, it's okay to just be like, yo, it's me. It's okay to party. Fuck a couple niggas mm-hmm. until you feel like what you until you feel out what you like. Exactly. Or to not fuck a couple niggas, yeah. to to just do whatever you want to do. It's it's really okay to put all of your energy into, into yourself. yourself. And it's so yeah. hard for some of our sisters. They're so nurturing. They're so loving. They want right away. They want to give all their love away. Yeah. All of their love away. It's okay to keep a little bit for yourself, man. Exactly. Because you're gonna need it. Fucking with these niggas out here. Yep. Um. How do black men love women? Black women better. What do we? What are we doing? How do we? How how can we be better? Um, to be better, I guess. I'm I'm a huge, I'm very into monogamy and mm-hmm. stuff, and I know that that's not something men want to hear, but like, stop betraying us. But it's not just black women; just women in general. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna if you're gonna commit to somebody. Stay committed to them. Right. If you want to go and fuck around and, you know, do your thing, do that and be honest about it. And right. you'll have a lot more respect and you'll have a lot more options with women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like men just, they kind of want to hold on to their ones that they like the most and they like to do their thing. And it's just, it never works. It just damages the women right. and makes them bitter. And then the guy is deemed untrustworthy and he just has a hard time finding a solid woman at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he won't, but like, it's just different. Have you been hurt and cheated on? Oh, absolutely. Man, what's who that? What, what, like, what's the, who hasn't? Yeah. That's the, that's the. What, what female hasn't, I should you say. You feel like all women have been cheated on? It's something that is just normal now and, um, I've had older women explain that to me when I was younger and it didn't register until it happened to me Mm because you just think, oh, it's never going to happen to me. But like it happens and it's just a part of life because men do that and it sucks that that it's acceptable. You you think that men understand? um, First of all, what is it like? Because I think a lot of times we just be doing shit. Yeah. and, uh, And we don't think about what it's like on the other side of it and, and men have been you know women women cheat too obviously but yeah. this the epidemic we, we lying because guys go oh man women be cheating the epidemic is on our side the, mm-hmm. the, the big sort of deal is on our side like is there any way you can relate to a guy what it actually feels like how emotionally draining or debilitating it is to find that out or know that that's happening um i mean i've tried to explain it to men before but they don't really get it uh when I've been cheated on, it, the first time it felt like my whole world had been flipped upside down. Like, it's like I caught a case of vertigo. Mm. I was like, <laughs> what's mm. going on? And it's on top of it. How'd you find it, out? Him being careless, because I wasn't looking. Mm-hmm. It's just him being careless. Right. Um, but on top of that, there's this 
level of embarrassment that I don't think men can understand because like they'll bring you around people and then they'll bring their hoes around the same people and everybody's just kind of quiet because nobody wants to insert themselves in your business and I've been around guys who cheat on their girls and it's just an awkward situation because you're not going to say anything to the girl unless that's like your good friend Mm -hmm. and it's just embarrassing as hell especially for me like I've had I've had one girl actually go around telling people oh yeah I mess with Eddie Murphy's daughter's boyfriend Oh, I was like, so it wasn't even about you, that bitch. It wasn't even about you. It was about my dad. Damn. It wasn't even about me. She just wanted to fuck with Axel Foley's <laughs> daughter's dude. Yes, that is fucking gutting right and there. And it's humiliating. It's humiliating. That is crazy. Don't that doesn't that make you? I know that that makes you feel a certain way about men, but and doesn't women. that make you feel a certain way about? these yes absolutely females. I was about to say something else I respect you ladies I <laughs> but like but like don't did, did that cause that's just fucking yeah it's horrible t- crazy and to this day I hate this bitch I hate her she around town huh she she's somewhere I don't know she in the club she knows who she is if she sees it she'll know I'm talking about her really yes absolutely ooh yeah wow you still like you, you're not over it uh, how do you get over it completely? Like, I mean, I'm over it enough to where it doesn't affect me you got like a new that. Man and like you, yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, it's as a woman, it's just really messed up. It's messed up anytime you find out that somebody that you know has messed with somebody that you care about at all, even if you are separated. If I've been around you and we've kicked it, and I know you, and then you go and mess with somebody that I have feelings for. Mm-hmm. Don't d- look down when you speak to me. Like don't Damn. don't come back around here. Bria, a little bit more gangster than I thought she was. This ain't no Beverly <laughs> Hill shit over here. Look down when you speak to me, <laughs> bitch. Don't look me in my eyes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I didn't. I didn't this, okay. <laughs> this is North of Olympic shit is different than I thought it was. <laughs> um. So, okay. So. I, I get what you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying. Do you think that a man can cheat on a woman that he actually truly loves? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, okay. I feel like there is a part of men that we don't understand. They have hormones that we can't even comprehend because we have hormones too. And we see guys that like we might want to do that with too, but it just takes a lot more for us to do that. I understand that guys can go and sleep with somebody and then just be like, Ugh, get off of me as soon as they're done. Mm-hmm. So I do think that it can happen. I just don't think it's smart on the man's part if he chooses to do that because we will find out. Mm-hmm. And if you do it enough, it's going to ruin everything. Like if you hit a dog enough, it's eventually going to bite back. And then, and men, it makes me mad when they, when they um, do it, because my thing is, if I did it to you, you couldn't handle it. Like Mm. men can't handle it. Women can get through it and work through it. If you, a woman goes and cheats on a man, he'll never, he can't ever be around her again. So there's this double standard. Mm. And it's like, how can you expect one of, us but y'all can't even hold yourselves to it to my mom used to say that my mom used to be like <laughs> so my mom would say she'd say uh you know women go through disappointment after disappointment after disappointment but men always have one bitch in the 10th grade that broke their heart yep. and ruined them forever that they can yep. never get over it and now every single other woman that they meet has to pay for has it has to get treated like shit forever because yep. of the one woman that broke their heart Mm -hmm. meanwhile they just do their shit over and over and over again listen man this is something that's gonna go this is something i gotta be honest that's only gonna get worse and i mean with the way things are the way things are the connectivity it used to be like if you wanted to like have sex with say if if this is 1973 Mm -hmm. and you want to fuck marvin gay Mm mm-hmm do you know how lucky you had to be to fuck Marvin Gaye? Oh, yeah. You either had to have enough money to get on a plane to go where Marvin Gaye was going to be performing, right? Mm-hmm. Or Marvin Gaye had to come through your town. Or you had to live in L.A., New York, or somewhere and know where he hung out. You just couldn't be some random lady in Tallahassee or some random whoever anywhere and have sex with him. Now, you can. Yeah. Now. Slide in the DMs. Slide in the DMs. 
And the fly you out <laughs> is over. Yes. Everybody has a shot. Yeah. Everybody. It's scary. Everyone has a shot at everyone from all the way up here to all the way down. And it, it just it's changed things so much. Yeah. It's because the reality is that as a man, these twerk videos are real. Mm-hmm. And it, like they like they are. And as a man, like I, I would like I'm not one of these guys that females come at all the time, but I can only imagine what it must be like to be one of those dudes and be bombarded over and yeah. over and over and over and over and over again with this stuff. Yeah. Um and you know, shout out to those brothers, man. You know, just keep fighting that good fight, you know. They ain't fighting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep fighting, keep fighting that good fight, they man. I'm rolling with it. I feel y'all <laughs> out here, man. Um, so, do you, you gonna marry Larry Drew Jr. Larry Drew second? I believe so. You guys gonna be married? I believe. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that would be dope. It's been 15 years of this. It's been. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. you guys. Were, you're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> 50, 50 How old are you now? 29. 29. So you're ready. Oh, I've been ready. You've been ready for marriage. <laughs> uh, yes, but you know what? I look back on the things we've gone through, and they were all necessary. So I'm trying to just go with the flow now. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Um, who's the most famous person you ever met besides your dad, besides Michael Jackson? Don't, don't bring up Michael Jackson. <laughs> who's like, who, who, like who, who, who did you hang around with? Like, who's, who was, like, around? I want to know uh, about this I've lifestyle. I've been around a lot of people. Um, Will Smith. You know Will Smith? I mean, I've been around him. I don't know him. If Will Smith saw you, would he be like, what up, Bri? I don't know. I think I'd have to be like, I bet he is Nicole's daughter, you know? Oh. I haven't so, seen him in years. So you were around early Will Smith. Like, yeah. what era Will Smith? Uh, gosh. I was a child, okay? Because I was like 13. I don't so even this know. Is so, so you were born in 89? Yeah. So 13 makes you 98? <laughs> Yeah. Which is the year. No. Oh, wait. No, no, no. No, no that's 2003. <laughs> uh, 2002. 2002, 2003. So this is Ali era Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. So when he was swole and yeah. you just meeting Will Smith. That's late Eddie. Yeah, I was going to his, um, he would throw like really good birthday parties for his kids. So we'd go to them every year. So you go see them? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what do you think about Jaden Smith? He's my personal, he's my I, personal. I love the Smiths. Like, Jaden Smith is, is my personal example. I, I love the Smiths. He's I, who I, I think they're brilliant. I think they're br they're yeah. brilliant too. I yeah. think they really, to be honest with you, I'm gonna be honest. Hot take here. People think that the Obamas are the first couple of Black America. Not to me. Mm. I think it's the Smiths. Mm. Touche. I think it's the Smiths. Touché. I think it's the Smiths. This is the. I'm gonna power rank the Black couples. Okay. The Black families. Smiths one. Mm -hmm. uh, Obamas two. Okay. Carters. Three, okay. Fair enough. Carter's three. Carter's right there. I think the Smiths are first, man. I I, I love agree. the Obamas the most, but I think the, I think the Smiths are first. It's their openness. Yeah. And um, it's the fact that everybody can relate to them when mm -hmm. they when they do open up about their personal life. I, I commend them for it. The Murphys, y'all are different because y'all not a family. Y'all a village. Yes. It's a it's yes. ten motherfuckers. Yes. That's insane. What is it like having like biracial um, siblings? Um, I mean. I'm. I, I don't think much of it because my mom is white. Yeah, my my mom's weird. my mom my grandmother's white. Your so, grandmother's white. Yeah, my mom's mom is white, and Nicole's she's British. Half white? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Nicole's half white. Yeah. So it's not anything to me. That makes the ass even more peculiar now. Like yeah. Nicole. Nicole's. Oh, you should see my cousin on her side. White she's girl? more white than us. Her dad is my mom's brother, and her mom is white. So she's only a quarter black. She got ass bigger than all of my family. Like my mom, you name it. Mm. Don't make no sense. Y'all all exotic over there. You um you seem like you're at a very good, strong place in life. Thank you. I feel like I am. Yeah. yeah. It, seems, it seems like you're what was up with that picture with you and your sister? Oh, in Miami? Yeah. Uh we went to Art Basel because I was showing no, I'm at, talking about the picture that made TMZ. Oh, oh. Remember that picture? <laughs> yeah. You guys look at this picture. It was a picture of this was a big debate in the newsroom. Yes. It was a TMZ. It was a picture of Bria and her sister and they were naked on the bed feeding each other ice cream. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> we were to- not naked. Totally naked. We were Looked not feeding each other ice fro-yo. cream. It was fro-yo, I my can't. bad. I can't. It was, it was fro-yo. No, we, um, we just did that for so. fun. Honestly, <laughs> I swear to God. Describe the picture for people who haven't seen okay, it. Okay, my picture, I'm like on the bed on my knees and I'm like looking back at the camera and I have lingerie on mm-hmm. and Shane is like on her knees in her own picture separate pictures and yeah. um and she's in lingerie too and we were i was like getting into modeling and or i was modeling already but i wanted to like do something that would show that i could do like lingerie uh-huh. and like victoria's secret hopefully one day and um i just posted it not thinking and it just went everywhere it was everywhere i i didn't we I'm didn't expect that right yeah you'll find it yeah, yeah like <laughs> it, like it, it's um it's 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 uh it, it went everywhere and it was a, a a big big discussion yes here in the newsroom yes do you feel like people take things like that because we're not a part <clears throat> of creating pictures like that and we never mm-hmm. know what the mindset is were you surprised when people got that upset about it or not upset when people talked about that much um about it? i was only surprised Mostly when my mom said that she was shocked we did it in her bedroom because that was a <laughs> lie because she was there and she was telling us how to pose. And we oh, had, she lied? Yes, and we were asking for her permission oh, first. So when, she, so when she called y'all, I was like, oh, I don't know why they did that. I was like, Nicole, <laughs> you were telling me to breathe and... <laughs> All these things. I would why never... Why she you out to drive? I don't know. I don't know. I think she just didn't want... The, to the, look like she was being irresponsible, but she wasn't. We we were, I was an adult. I asked her permission. So you, know? you 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 asked her permission. I'm looking at it now. You you've been you've had a lot of different looks over the years. Yes, I change my look almost every month. <laughs> oh, so this is the picture right here. Eddie Murphy's daughter's pose and lingerie. Yeah. Yeah, look, and then they look. TMZ is so full of shit. Then they 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 photoshopped Eddie's face in between the pictures. Yes, that's horrible. They photoshopped Eddie's face in between the pictures, and your mom was like directing this whole thing. Yes, she was. You must have felt played as hell. I did, did I did, I did, but you know, that's over. Yeah. So I saw you on your Instagram, mm-hmm. and you had posted a picture. Your mm-hmm. butt was all out. Yep. And I did not see what someone posted to you, but I saw you come back. Okay. And this is very interesting to me because we just talked about Instagram and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw you come back at this person and go, if you don't like it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. How do you feel about that entire deal? Um, in, terms, in terms of posting sexy pictures or posting pictures of yourself, uh, you're an attractive lady. You know that you. people want to look at you. Um, the response and the reception that you get when you do that. Um, it's a mixed response. I usually get good responses, but um, there is this whole generation of older black women specifically who uh-huh. have seen me come up and they think they my aunties and they think they could come and tell me how I should be dictating my life and this stuff. This is the picture right here. This is you with the phone case. Yes. And you said to this person, you said, a simple unfollow would, would solve all of your issues with this post, ladies. Mm-hmm. I've always been baffled by people who can't keep their negative or critical opinions to themselves or their private conversations. Smiley face. Bitch, by the way, Tiffany Haddish liked this photo. Um, <laughs> hey, so, Tiffany. So, uh, so, yeah, so you feel... I just feel like... My thing is this. I don't post like that all the time, so I think I'm allowed to post one from time to time. Uh-huh. And it was just a good picture, and I asked my friends if I was doing too much before I did it. Like, uh-huh. I got approved, so I posted it. And, um, <laughs> and um, Have you ever said no? Have you ever... Have you ever no, because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not out there so like people, that. So no one's ever said... That's too much. Don't do that. No, but the people I ask, I know would tell me if I if it was too much. Before you po- post a picture like this, do you ask Larry? No, he'll tell me to do it. All he wouldn't care. He'd be like, "Oh, get naked." He will. <laughs> he's like, "Show everybody." Like, Larry's very supportive. Right. Um. But yeah, no. I, there's just this generation of older black ladies that like to try and tell me about myself and mm. I have like a thing against them. I don't I don't you like have it. A thing against yeah, them. I don't like it. I'm like, you don't know me. I know you saw the cover in essence when I was little with my daddy, but that don't mean you know me. Right. So don't come over here and tell me how I don't have to do this. I don't feel like I have to do it. Otherwise I would be one of those Instagram girls that's out here all the time. Right. And my comment was just because I, I don't understand that. There's lots of things that I see on Instagram that I'm like, mm, about. Like what? I see girls with their titties out, like completely just 
see-through tops and just doing thirsty things all the time. Mm -hmm. But I would never go out of my way to go on their page and say, oh my God, you need to cover up, because it's not my problem. Mm -hmm. I don't know them. Like, it's just not my problem. I often wonder about people like that. Yeah. And I, like, I, I often wonder how triggered must you be to, I mean, and, and seriously, not even to sound righteous, but like, yo, man, you see something on Instagram and it's somebody showing their body or doing whatever and you go, yo, this is, this is beneath you. Above, mm-hmm. It's just, it's a lot. Like, you don't know me. You don't know what's beneath me. Right. <laughs> this might be me. Yes. Right. So, do, you, do you have a problem with the Instagram models? I don't have a problem with them. I think they just make it, I I think they're just a part, like I associate them with all the fake asses. Like there's just this movement and I feel like they're like the hot purses Mm -hmm. that everybody wants to carry. And I just, I don't know. I just like, I'm not friends with any Instagram models. Could you be friends with an Instagram model? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know any. I, I feel like if you are that dedicated to Instagram to where it's like your life, I don't know how I could be friends with you because I feel like our values are different and it would just, we'd probably butt heads and I would secretly be judging you. And, and mm. I just don't like having friendships like that where I'm secretly judging the person. How the fuck did you come up so wholesome? Uh, thank like you. you were like, why, like, weren't you supposed to, aren't you supposed to be like a wild Hollywood kid? I've met wild Hollywood kids young. Who, who's the wildest? Who, who, who had, who's the wildest? I don't want to say who. I don't want to say names. I no, I just, I, I've met Hollywood kids. And from a young age, I was like, I don't like that. I don't want to be like that. So, um, like, yeah, it's just been a thing for me. Like when I was little, 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 like, or something like playing on a playground I tried that shit one time oh my dad is Eddie Murphy and the kid was like so yeah and I learned then I was like that doesn't matter right what's so. Eddie Murphy's worst movie worst movie worst movie cause, cause he's got he's got listen if you make movies as much how about this the Eddie Murphy movie you like the least that I like the least I'm trying to think because I just don't watch the ones I, I like the least. Uh, have you seen all of your I've dad's movies? I've seen all of them except Imagine That. That's the only one I haven't seen. That one's terrible. Is it? The little girl <laughs> with, 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 like, with, with Yari from Yes. Uh, from, uh, yes, from, from Blackish and Gronish. Yes. That one's horrible. Okay. Um, so, hey, shout out to Eddie. <laughs> Everybody um, misses sometimes, my G. I don't love Holy Man. Really? Yeah. I love now, my dad, but I don't love Holy Man. Now, Holy Man, to me, is one of the Eddie Murphy movies that a lot of people don't like. That but you I like? I fucking love it. Really? That's Murphy. That's Goldblum. That's like... That's, I that's, mean, I love Goldblum, too. I just... I don't know. It's one that I don't... You don't I don't feel it. like I have to have it or mm-hmm. anything like that. Most of his movies I have. That one, I've just been like... Mm. What is the best Eddie Murphy movie? Ooh. It's probably a tie for me between Coming to America and Nutty Professor. I know that all black men love Boomerang. About, you fucking up. But, like, there's no yeah. way that the Nutty Professor is better than Boomerang. I know, but, like, that, for me, Nutty Professor is brilliant. And one of the movies that people sleep on the most, in my opinion, is Bowfinger. Yo, I got to be honest with you. Like, Bowfinger is one of my comedy litmus test movies. Because it's people so don't really good. fuck with Bowfinger like they should. So but look good. at Maddie. Look at Maddie smiling. Maddie, you <laughs> like Bowfinger, huh? Right, I, know, I can't I know. get enough of Bowfinger. Bowfinger is fucking great. Yeah. And Eddie's great in that. Um, now, your mom. Mm-hmm. She's single. Yes. She be out here dating. Yes, she does. How hard is that to watch? Uh. Well, I mean, what I mean is not like it's hard to watch, but like... Everything like she's in relationships and they're very public, mm-hmm. and you might know what she's going through, like personally mm-hmm. and weird. And people are eating popcorn watching mm-hmm. her relationships. Is that um, hard? I'm sure. You know what? It's not hard for me because I don't know anything else since she's been single. Um, so you weren't like sad when Uncle Michael Strahan? I was around? sad. I mean, I still love Michael. I still keep in touch with him to this day. Mm-hmm. I honestly wish they'd get back together, but that's just me. I wish they would get back together too. Yeah, I like that was him. perfect. Yeah, he was my favorite. Yeah, that of all your mom's boyfriends, Michael was your favorite. Mm-hmm. Who's she seeing now? Uh, 
this guy named Rod, I think. I don't know his last Probably name. Probably like a trainer. I don't know. I don't know what he does. Rapper. What if you dated a rapper? Know. What if your mom dated like I don't know, like would you would you tolerate her dating like a rapper? Like if your mom was dating Wayne or something like that? No, you wouldn't want her to date Wayne. Well, who no do you, offense to Wayne, who, I love Wayne. I love Wayne too. Who would you want to see like like Nicole settle down with? Like, give me a type of guy. Michael Strahan. <laughs> like like a him. Michael Strahan. <laughs> you want them to still work out? Yeah, I mean, I think he's just so up here. Maybe I, like, he's just he's the best. Great. I love him. How did that happen? Uh, no, he's one of these guys that got fucking hit in the head a lot, but it didn't seem to great. affect him. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't know. So you you were upset when that one kind of ended? Yeah, I was disappointed. I we was like, were. come on, y'all yeah. can work it out. <laughs> yeah, then she was she was just like, no, yeah. like that's it, it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's tricky. Love Nicole. One of the mm-hmm. things I miss about Beverly Hills mm-hmm. is Nicole <laughs> coming to get a smoothie from Judy's Deli. This sound, this seems really, I'm going I'm to I'm piss some people off if I keep talking like this, so I'm not going to, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what, Nicole, the workout regimen is working. Yeah. Um, but I'm not trying to holler. Don't get mad at me, but Nicole, the workout regimen is working. <laughs> so listen, you see yourself in five years where? 10 years where oh, five years 20 I, years you're gonna be fine like your mama <laughs> thank you all right hope so, so. right and you get in the gym like she is um five years i hope that i have like my own gallery and i'm mm. like selling work consistently and i hope that the art world has accepted me in <laughs> five years um 10 years i would like to actually be like teaching courses on art and stuff like i want to go to like colleges and speak about it and i want people to study my work and stuff like that like i just really want to be respected for what i can do Mm -hmm. is your dad ever going to do stand-up comedy again probably he said he would before he retires so when i don't know because he said he was gonna do that at 50 and that it's been a long time man like i was trying to i was trying to put my little brother up on some eddie murphy Mm stand-up and he was like all right cool and i was like yeah we're gonna watch raw he's like yo my nigga this shit is like 1987 it still works he he was like he was like he was like you don't have anything more recent i'm like eddie hasn't been on the stage in years but it's still recent raw works today too raw works today is I don't know if he could do that set today. <laughs> no, no, it'd be very awkward for us now. We'd be like, "What do you think about that?" So look, Kevin Hart and the Academy Awards and all of that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you watch Delirious and Raw, just to be honest with you, the language is a lot different. Yeah. There are a lot of gay jokes. Yeah, there are a lot of jokes that people would be upset about now. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. do you think you've watched a guy do jokes like that? Because Delirious is like eighty-one. He must have been like twenty or yeah, twenty-one. He was young at that at, at that time. So you've seen a guy go from being a younger, um, wilder comic to being a guy who is aware of all of these things. And eighty-three, mm-hmm. like who was a, so Eddie was probably like he was born in nineteen sixty. So he's probably 23 at this one. Did I just call out the year Eddie Murphy was born? 69. 59? 69. Not 69, because that would make him Will's no, age. No, that's mom's age. So he's 60. Boy, if I know your dad's birth year, you don't? I have it tattooed on me. The year he was born? <laughs> yes. His birthday? Yes. Okay, well, that, Him that and my mom. Well, what year was he born? 61. Yeah. Okay, so he's like 22. So you've seen that. You've seen a dude... Um, and you know you've always known him as your dad, mm-hmm. but you can look back and there's evidence that Eddie Murphy used language and talked in a way that no one was tripping on then. Yeah, but they would definitely trip on now. Mm-hmm. And as a stand-up comic, he's changed. When you look at a situation with Kevin Hart uh, and, and jokes even ten years ago happening, like what do you think? It's uh, is that what they're on him for for ten-year-old jokes? Yeah, it's like it's like two thousand. Well, not not quite ten. Like some of the jokes are as. 2009 so it's like and then some of them were for like 2011 just tweets and stuff like that that i i think it's a little unfair to do that to kevin only because i'll go back and watch things that i grew up watching on tv like boy meets world and Mm -hmm. stuff and there's there's jokes about gay people and that that would never be acceptable on tv nowadays so i think it's just a little bit unfair to hold kevin to that standard just because of something he said 10 years ago when things have changed so much since like 2012 alone like everything has been different so 
I just think it's a little unfair. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Listen, we're going to let Bria get out of here. Um, I've learned a lot today. Okay. <laughs> Number one, if I ever have, I want to say, I want to say one thing too, by the way, we talk a lot, uh, to Chet Hanks and to Bria Murphy about their lineage and their parentage because it's part of their story. Mm -hmm. But I just want to let people know just how impressive in their own right both of these people are. Thank you. All right, just just how impressive in their own right uh, both Chet and, and Bria are, um, and just how disappointing they're growing up with celebrity stories. <laughs> like I, I, I really wanted better like stories. Like I wanted stories like, yo, I came downstairs one day and my dad was downstairs and smoking weed with Steve Martin. And it was just one of the craziest things I've ever, never happened. No, I mean, I have a crazy Michael Jackson story, but like. Tell me. Okay, so. Quickly. Not, so, not quickly. You got as much time as you want, but uh, I want to know it. I'm not in a rush. Okay, right. so. Um, I remember I was about nine years old, and I remember all of us had a Michael Jackson face. So the all Michael the Jackson kids. story starts off with you being nine years old. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, it does. Okay. Sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry. Right. Um, so we had been begging my dad to meet Michael because I barely remembered it, and my sister Shane was obsessed with him now, and my brother Miles was too. Mm -hmm. And we were watching his videos every day, and, and he was like, "If you pray every single night, you will meet Michael Jackson." <laughs> So, what? I swear to God, he said this. So he, so we would get on our knees every night and pray to meet Michael Jackson every single night for like months. So one day my dad gets a phone call and they're like, it's Michael Jackson on the line. And he's like, Eddie, the angels have been speaking to me and I want you and your family to come to my house at Neverland Ranch. And we all went. And it was like, that was the first time I realized like how powerful prayer was and everything. Right. But we went and we stayed there. We stayed the night and got to like go on all the rides and see all the animals. You've been to that fucking house? Yes. Crazy. Yes. It was incredible. And I will never forget it. It was incredible. That was, so you, yeah. you guys rode the rides and they like Yeah, we rode them with giraffes. him. We rode them with him. We were on the ship ride and his music was playing. And he was like doing his net. <laughs> and my brother and I were like, <laughs> yeah. Wow, was Eddie there? Yeah, yeah. The he even got on the rides. Man. I was like, oh my God, dad's getting on rides. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Do you, see what I'm saying? Yeah. When I ask you if you have any cool celebrity stories I, when you're. I thought you meant like in the house. No, man. That's what I want. Okay, I bet you well, that's so many more of that, them. That's the most epic celebrity thing that's ever happened. That's actually the most epic story we've had thus far. Yeah. Praying have, for Michael Jackson and he appeared. Yeah, yeah. I have surreal moments, but like that's the most epic by mm. far. Once again, we'd like to thank NHTSA for supporting today's show. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. You could get in a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that still doesn't stop everyone. Listen, driving drunk is a very, very serious thing. You can get arrested. Have to pay out your pocket huge legal expenses and you could you lose your job. So you have all these legal expenses, but you don't even have a job to pay for them. Best way to not have this stuff happen, not to drive drunk. We all know the consequences of driving drunk. One thing's for sure, you're wrong if you think it's no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Very important message for the holiday season. We'll see you next time on The Red Pill.